Good morning and welcome to episode 53 of Martin Uncut. Today is the 17th of March 2021 and today's episode is Testing Hindenburg Journalist. So before I have been using a couple of different DAWs, D-A-W, and a D-A-W stands for Digital Audio Workstation. And essentially it's an application or a setup that you can use to edit your audio and set your audio up. So uh, I've been using Audacity a lot and that was what I was planning to use for my first podcast that I set up uh, like five, six years ago that never ever was released. But uh, now these days I am using both Audacity and Audition and um, I don't use Audition to edit. I use it, uh, or sorry, I only do not use Audacity to edit. I only use it to process sound. And I do the same in Audition too, but I also do some editing in there. And I would say they are both really good tools, uh, but there is something that they miss when it comes to editing podcasts or shows or stories. And I was then looking around a little bit, and I've also heard a lot about Pro Tools, for example, or Reaper and Hindenburg. And I started to look a little bit at uh, YouTube, and what I saw around Pro Tools didn't really um, ring my bell, so to say. It looked very oldish and um, not super user-friendly. I know that the users that is using Pro Tools or are using Pro Tools, they really like it and they can do really good stuff with it. But I'm not too keen to jump into a quirky program that takes a long time to learn um, because then I can just continue working with audition because i already have it but hindenburg looked really really promising i mainly looked at it on youtube and hindenburg themselves they have a really good youtube channel with a lot of tutorials and small tips and tricks videos so it seemed very easy to get started so i started a trial and downloaded it and used it to cut my one episode for the podcast and this is some of the thoughts that I have. So first and foremost, it's an application that is really, really beautiful. It is well it has a really well-designed UI. It's easy to find the tools and it's easy to, to import and export audio. Uh, so, so that is really, really nice. I like that a lot. And another feature that you will see immediately is that when you take an import audio into Hindenburg, it will auto-level it it for you immediately. And I think that is really, really good, especially for what I'm doing. I'm doing podcasts and I'm trying to get stories to work in the podcasts. So for me, that is perfectly fine, even though I usually probably have normalized the sound before somewhat, but it's good if... if, uh, it's automatically done. And if you don't like this feature, you can, of course, turn that off in the settings. But I am still using it. And when you have gotten your audio in there, you can start arranging it and start to to cut the audio and edit the audio. And I think this is where Hindenburg really shines. 
this is what it's really good at. So you can very, very easily cut and work on multiple different tracks at the same time. And uh, th- that it can speed up your process immensely. And there I got the bee out of my throat. Uh, it can speed up your process immensely. Um, so you can actually lock multiple tracks together and say that these are belonging together. So if you mark and cut in one track, it will cut in all the three tracks at the same time. And that is, is really helpful. And if you don't want to use that, but if you have multiple tracks and you need to have the sound in sync, that could be that you have an interview, that you have uh, yourself on one channel and the guests on a different channel. And then, of course, you want your voice to be in sync with the, with the interviewee's um, voice. Otherwise, it would be really hard to listen to the interview. So then you can lock the, the channels and easily edit them. But you can also not lock them and you can just edit them one by one. And then there is speed keys. So you can easily select everything ahead of you and move and make sure that everything is in sync. Of course, you can do similar things in Audition, for example. But it's not as quick and not as, as easy. So it's more easily accessible in, in Hindenburg, I would say. Another thing that I found in Hindenburg that I, I really, really like that is so good you can place markers in the audio. You can probably do this in other DAWs as well, but I haven't seen it before. But you can put uh, these markers in the audio. So if you have an interview, for example, you can just go through it and edit out all the rough stuff that you don't want. And you can place markers then in the audio to say that this is where we talk about uh, this particular thing. And then on another place, you talk about something else. That way, when you need to build, start building your story, it's so easy for you to find these different sections in the sound. And that is uh, such a good uh, functionality. Uh, you can also very easily change volumes and do duckings. So let's say that you have an intro that you want to lower while you're talking and then uh, raise again after you talk to, uh, done. That is just by selecting and dragging the volume bar down. It's so easy to do. I mean, it's fairly easy to do this in Audition and Audacity as well, but it's even easier in Hindenburg. They have done a really, really good job. But there is, of course, some things that uh, Hindenburg is not very good at. And I would say Hindenburg is a fantastic editor, but a lousy audio processor. So what you would need to do is actually to process the sound before you import it into Hindenburg. So you would need a tool like Audacity or uh, Audition anyway, because if uh, there, I think there is like three or four or five filters, something like that, and they are not very advanced. So, I mean, they have a noise reduction and they have an equalizer, a three-band equalizer, and uh, there were some other things as well, but it's not much they have. Uh, you don't need to have loudness normalization, for example, because they have moved that into the export. So they loudness normalize for you when you export the audio. But the filters are, are simply not there. So if you have issues with the sound, you need to deal with that outside of the application. And I think that is a, that is a negative. Another negative, I would say, is probably the price. Um Everyone will maybe not agree with me, but um, there is two versions of Hindenburg Journalist. One is the basic one. It's around 70, 80 US dollars, something like that. Uh, 
And then you have the pro version. And the pro version is between three and 400 US, something like that. So it's quite a lot more. And if you look at the, uh, there is some small differences, but the major difference for me is at least that you need you need the pro version to have multi-track. And if you're going to edit stories or edit podcasts, multi-track is as a need. And then you need to to pay the, the expensive one, of course. Um, the, 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 so, so I think it's a lot of money for a DAW. But on the other hand, it's a one-time fee, so you don't. it's not a subscription. So today I pay like 50 bucks a month for a creative suite. Uh, I get a lot more than a DAW in Creative Suite, of course, but it's um, it's six hundred US dollars a year I pay, so it's a lot of money. So in in that in that perspective, three um, three hundred four hundred US dollars is not that much, especially if you're going to use this over a couple of years. So, but I, I think the price point is a little bit uh, high because it's just an editing tool, really. Um, yeah. I have so much bees in my throat today. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Martin Uncut. And if you did, feel free to tune in tomorrow again. And if you liked it, uh, please share it with friends and family. And why not leave a review or a comment on iTunes that would make other people find the podcast a lot easier. And that would make me so happy. So until tomorrow, have a good one. Ciao. Martin Uncut, your daily technology dose.